Hello and welcome back to the show. This is with a side of crime and I am your host Caitlin. We almost didn't make it this week but I don't know. I figured it out and I just made it happen. Coming to you from the confines of my sister's closet. Um, For any beginner podcasters out there, if you have a walk-in closet of any kind, um, it's great for recording and the clothes muffle outside sound. While all true crime stories are sad stories, um, this is particularly sad because this girl just remains unidentified. Her body was tossed away like trash and they have yet to figure out what has happened to her. This is the story of the Bayonne Jane Doe. So Jane and John Doe are names that are given as placeholders when a person who has found's real name is unknown or unconfirmed or even wants to be kept anonymous. And this case is about a Jane Doe. The Bayonne Jane Doe is an identified woman who was found in 2007. Her remains were found in Bayonne, New Jersey on October 18th in some brush along a road. Leo Campbell was driving along Hook Road when he spotted something. For whatever reason, he became suspicious and he called the authorities. Bill Napier showed up on the scene. Jane Doe's body was found in an isolated area. There were no neighbors around to speak with about it in case they saw something. Leo Campbell was the only person who could tell them anything. He was the owner of Leo Campbell Tank Service and he was on his way to pick up some parking passes from the police station. He was running late and he was in a rush but something across the median caught his eye very similarly to the black dahlia case he thought it was a mannequin he drove by the object quickly but he had a strange feeling that he should circle back and look again so despite him being late he circled back and he took a peek from his truck he saw that it was a person with long black braids not a mannequin so he drove to the police department and reported that he thought he saw a body he had kind of some difficulty describing where to find the body so instead he drove officers there himself leo was instructed to stay inside his vehicle but as he watched the officers look into the weeds he could tell that the fears that he were thinking about were coming true It wasn't a mannequin, it was a person. Detectives didn't have a lot to work with and there was a lack of physical evidence and a lack of witnesses as well. Because like I said, it was in a kind of isolated area. When Jane Doe was first found, detectives weren't expecting the case to remain unsolved for so long. There was this hope that she would have a cell phone or some kind of other identifying information near her body. The Bayonne Jane Doe was a young woman between the ages of 16 and 20. While her age range was determined, it was a little more difficult to try to pinpoint where she was from. Detectives were unable to accurately locate where she was from, but they did think, um, they don't think it was in the area that she was found. And if she was from that area, they believe that they would have heard something about a person missing or seen something about it before they found her. 
So in June of 2022, it was revealed that one or both of Jane Doe's parents have Haitian ancestry. As a matter of fact, investigators came into contact with Caribbean investigators while they were investigating a missing woman. Caribbean investigators wanted to check Jane Doe's dental records with those of the woman who went missing, but unfortunately there was not a match. Multiple agencies and databases helped to rule out matches of other missing people while they were trying to identify who this young woman was. A forensic anthropologist created a mock-up of what they think she looked like, and I will post those images on our Instagram. The particular stretch of road where her body was found, as previously mentioned, was isolated for the most part because it was hidden by the highway. Not too far on the other side of the hill were businesses, it was lit up, um, it was a pretty busy area. This was a place where a lot of truckers passed through going from one town to the next. This means that she could have come from anywhere in the country and possibly been dumped by a trucker before or after she was killed. And it likely happened in the middle of the night. Authorities do believe that Jane Doe could have been a victim of sex trafficking, a sex worker, a transient, or someone who just didn't have any ties to anyone in the area. Detectives could not determine a cause of death for her. Her body was a mystery as well as her identity. And this was largely due to how badly decomposed her body was. Regardless of being unable to find out how she died, Jane Doe's case was treated as a homicide. When she was found, she had already been deceased for a few weeks. And authorities also believe that she was actually closer to the younger side of her estimated age, so somewhere around the 16-year-old age range. When Detective Napier, he has since retired, but there are a team of New Jersey detectives who are dedicated to finding out who she is. Napier said that he doesn't lose sleep over her case, but it still feels like unfinished business, and he would like to see her killer brought to justice. In New Jersey, there's no statute of limitations on murder, and Napier wants her to be named. He wants to figure out who this girl is. At the time of her death, the Bayonne Jane Doe was a little over 5 feet tall and was between 118 to 138 pounds. She had dark brown hair that was styled in 28-inch braids with black and red extensions. Due to the state of decomp, the coroner was unable to tell her eye color, but there were several clothing items found along with her. These include green camo pants, they were a size 11-12, a Pascal Tex brand pink top, medium-sized boy shorts underwear, Pascal Tex brand, a black bra with red lace around the cups in a size 36C, and white socks with green toes and an orange bear head on her ankles. All of, her, all of her fingerprints, dental records, and DNA are on file. She had gaps in some of her teeth and a filling in a tooth in the upper back. Um, so those are pretty distinctive things, and they hope that those things will help to identify her. If you have any information about the Bayonne Jane Doe, please contact the Hudson County Prosecutor's Office. Scott Jeffrey, he is the detective, and his number is 201 795 
6400 extension 6918. The Northern Regional Medical Examiner's Office at 609-584-5054 or their local authorities. The agency number for her case is 09070889. And sadly, that's all the information I have about the Bayon Jane Doe. As I said, if you have any information about her or who she could possibly be, contact those previous contacts that I mentioned and I will be posting her photos on Instagram so if she looks familiar by all means get in contact with the correct authorities. That is all I have for you this week. I'm Caitlin. This is With a Side of Crime and thanks for listening.